Well, it's about the time that old Chester started getting to thinking. Man. Chester hated thinking. Mm. I got a fucking heart of gold, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you guys are you're all in this uh, giant room of portals, um, and I'll say like the some of the portals are like these big like Stargate looking um, kind of uh, teleportation field things, and others are simple like doors or windows. Uh, and this is really just a small scop uh, along the way down to uh, where you assume this like ritual is going on. It's like this sort of corkscrew staircase going down the center of this giant barrow and the whole thing is kind of like a, a big maze so uh, you're not entirely sure how to find what it what it is that you're looking for which is Rook and uh, the rest of the Black Stallions and uh, their rituals so so how are you going to uh, go about doing that? Oh and just to close out one loose end we said like the last game you guys left um, Bone Weevil in one of those portals. And so Yeah, I think on like a deserted island or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm sure we've seen the last of him. So I was thinking that Len So Len is, is very is very concerned because I think that we uh he ended up on that beach, that de- uh, desert island or deserted little tiny island with uh, Bone Weevil, that that terrible little goblin. Oh god, I hated him. Um, and then I forget if it was Len or if it was some of the other characters who saw like stuff go into some of the portals and just immediately be destroyed. Yeah, you um, you, you saw that. Okay, you, you and um, uh, Dorman, I think. Yeah, so I think that uh, I think Len is. Do do we know like oh ignore these portals and go down these stairs or is that something I have to maybe like figure out if that's the right way to go because. The goal here is continue Tormund's quest that he took me on. That sounds uh, like a, a spout lore wrong. Spout lore. Okay, I can do that. I got a five and a four, so that's nine plus. I'm pretty good at that. Nine plus two. Just nice. eleven, baby. Nice. All right. Yeah, so I'm so studying. On a ten plus, the GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. Yeah, so I think he like looks back over the runes on some of the Stargate-looking rolls, mm-hmm. and um, like he remembers back to what Tormund had taught him. Maybe he cracks open one of the bo- the like torn-up books that Bone Weevil had uh, assaulted. Okay, so um, you know that this is the seat of uh, the Lord of the Long Shadows Empire, the Lich King, and uh, from here, from this room that you're in. It would. It was sort of the nexus for going other places in the empire, other places and other worlds. Right? Oh, this is the nexus. This is this is the 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 king of the long shadows, the Lich King. Why well, he? This is where he'd go to to get all over and and bring his bad guys all over the place. Here's a drawing. How bad can this guy really be? I mean, uh, according to this drawing. He looks pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I've never heard of him. He's got to be just some made-up idea. I, uh, Tor- 
My master wouldn't put him in this book if he wasn't important. I mean, he doesn't just, he wouldn't just make stuff up. All of these things are real. Magic is real. You know that. And we gotta, <laughs> we gotta figure out where to go before that, those, uh, those skeleton monsters come out or before that nasty weevil goblin shows up again. I hate him. So you can kind of figure out like this room is helpful for you getting to other places, but it, it's not helpful for you getting anywhere else within the, the hollow hill. Yeah, guys, honestly, this place sucks. Let's bail. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Corvette's going to say, um, yeah, well, you know, just because magic's real don't mean your master don't lie to you. And, uh, you know, this, this place is pretty fancy, but if I were to make a big wow. evil ritual, I would go down those stairs, be as deep and dark as possible. You don't do that stuff under light. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're right about some, part of that, and we should go downstairs, but the other parts... No, all or nothing, kid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you, uh, you take all the lesson or none of the lesson. Oh. All right, well, I guess we gotta go downstairs. And you guys heard like a large, like a loud roar coming from downstairs at one point. No, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> I say, well, at least if it roars, it can be killed. These portals, we have no idea where they go. You know, we genies, we have a saying, you don't just jump into someone's lamp on invited. You don't know what kind of weird stuff's in there. <laughs> I think we have a similar situation here. I thought you were gonna. Have, I thought you were gonna say something like, you know, the old expression: "If it roars, it whores." Let's go <laughs> fuck a dragon. Yeah, uh, that's another page in the genie book of things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what. Let's uh, lens book. Yeah, <laughs> Corbin has that tattooed on his arm. If it roars, it whores. All right, so you guys start. Uh, so. I'll say like so. There were there are a few of those skeletal crowd left. Uh, you guys sort of shelter in place for a little while until they move on, and then begin your trek down the uh, the old corkscrew stairway. So you know the way this works is almost like exploring a big sunken ship, or um, you know traveling through a maze. And I feel like. One second. I feel like we could do one of two roles here. So we could either do Undertake a Perilous Journey, which isn't a close fit, uh, or just a sort of discern realities role, uh, unless someone has, has like another skill that could help them pathfind. And, and I think, you know, interpret your skills very broadly here. If anyone has something special, that would be useful. How about you, David John? What are your blessings like? I have my blessings. I don't know. You sure do. Oh, um, I mean my boons. Yeah, those. Well, I have invulnerability to fire, and a voice that transcends language. All right, scratch that. Yeah. I don't think I have anything that would help us get to the fight. Only, only get out of the fight. All right. In, in the. Uh... The spirit of interpreting. Oh, hey, I've got. Hold on, I've got. Right. Where here is evil. That's a human ability. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, let's see how that works. So, when you pray for guidance, even for a moment, and ask where here is evil, the GM will tell you honestly. So, all right, what does a prayer to level eight look like? 
Prayer to the double lie. <laughs> well, everybody, everybody, hold hands, stand in a circle. Double like God, double like God. Uh, all right, is this is this uh, is this a circle? Are we supposed? It's more. Are, you want us to hold hands? I don't know about. Yes. Okay. Join hands, little one. Come grab my hand. All right. All right. Wow. Right. It can't be an odd number, though. It must only be men, too. So. <laughs> oh, that counts me out. I'm just a lad. Right. You can you can join. All right. So now oh, we all my. need to. We down here in in this darkness, you in the double light reaches us. Oh, now, you're ever so nice. Now, who here feels the light touching them right now, deep in their hearts? <laughs> yeah, Lynn's just, do you Lynn's feel just looking touched? around? <laughs> the light is in all of us. The light's in you, son. The light's in me, child. Everyone. The light's all around us. Everybody. Let's say this. Uh, Sing it again. The light is in all of us. The light's in you, son. The light's in me, child. The light's all around us. Everybody. <laughs> this uh, small. Uh, ball of light starts to form in front of you. <laughs> two, two balls of light, though, because it's a double <laughs> light. Good point. Good point. They're yeah. orbiting one another. Yeah. Cool. And a shaft of light starts to appear between, extending <laughs> up. No, not so much. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, and it, it starts to float down the staircase, uh, and, it, and it begins leading you down. All right. Children of the light, follow me. For we go into the bowels of darkness. Oh, this, this this could be bad, but I mean, at least it'll be light now. All right, Dorman will stride in that direction. He'll lead the way if no one else takes point. The light's guiding us to none other than some spawn of Zaytan. All right, so you guys start to uh, head down the sort of the the, the giant corkscrew. Have your steel ready, gentlemen. Yeah, and you, you hear things from time to time, like chittering bones, roars from like the deep pit beneath you. And uh, you also notice like this uh, this tomb or this, this barrow that you're in is ancient. And so parts of it are not holding up well at all. You know, it was, it was, it was at one time a large city, a well-constructed place, a, a place of order. But now it's a place of sort of um, collapse, corruption, and confusion. So the the light is taking you around sort of all these Byzantine paths in a way that uh, uh, you wouldn't have otherwise gone that way. You know, if you try to go direct, you just encounter these big collapses. So it, it leads you through sort of narrow passages. Um, David, are you doing, or sorry, uh, Corbett the Cleaver, you know, this, this place is kind of like... Uh, dangerous are you doing anything to sort of go ahead or lead or what's your sort of position in the group um yeah i think uh he could scout ahead if uh especially if someone mentioned that to him like what what are you getting paid for all right fine (laughs) um all right go ahead and make a trap expert roll 
Hmm. All right, so I got a nine total. So this is, uh, oh, so in that case, I get one hold and I spend it to ask one of three questions. So unless anyone wants to help, I've only got the one hold. So I think the best thing for me to ask is, uh, is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? Are you at, are, what did you get on your roll, David? I'm sorry. A, a nine. A nine. Um, could Len maybe help you as Len is like trying to like observe what's going on, uh, like as, as noticeably as possible. And so maybe he's like looking around for more, um, scholarly things, but could possibly notice something to help you out. I mean, I'm fine with that. Would so that be how, how are you trying to help him by, I mean, you're in, you're not so much in an area where I think you can glean more knowledge about this place. Uh, but, uh, I, I would say like, this isn't like the area that you're in is not an area where there's like a lot of runes and, uh, and scholarly things. It's, mm-hmm. it's more like, a, a sort of functional area. And okay. so if someone's going to help, it might make more sense for David John to be helping because, uh, like he's, he's the one who's sort of like summoned this light and gotcha. maybe can, can, can interact or manipulate with it in some way. So I like that. That Although, could possibly work. What if, what if instead it was like, but wait, I'm an expert on this new kind of architecture. This is, <laughs> no, I'm joking, but I, I'm, I'm dead. That, that makes sense to me. It's not crazy. I also just want to try to involve, uh, I'm here guys. I'm going to help out. <laughs> Let the double light flow. Yeah. Yes. So what does that look like? How are you interacting with these two lights? I, um, I close my eyes and I put both my hands in front of myself and I start whispering, um, these, the prayer, the prayer of the double light. And when you do the double light prayer and you want to affect two lights, you have to say each word twice. So I'm like, glow, glow, more, more. Not only that, but you have to continue to say every word twice for the next five minutes. That That's typical double light, um, you know, guilty. It's starting to sound like OCD and superstition. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. Also, uh, I love the I'll, picture I'll of like a knight in full armor just with his eyes closed walking down a like dark staircase. So you get a 10. Like, DJ, because the light is shining on all every every nook and cranny, every dark corner, every rippling muscle on Dorman's body. I was thinking like Thomas's English muffins. They were in a very different direction. <laughs> so you can hold three, and you can use those whenever you want. Do you want to use any now? Yeah, I definitely want to ask. Uh, is there a trap here, and if so, what activates it? Mm-hmm. So there's not a trap, but there's definitely. Uh, an area that will collapse if you're not careful, um, and sort of other unstable areas. Hmm. So yeah, maybe as um, Corbett is kind of getting to these, he's like, all right, um, if anyone doesn't want to die, you got to be careful here, and just keeps walking as he goes through those areas. Oh, my. And Len kind of scoots by it with his staff, and he's like, oh, geez. Uh, and he nervously sidesteps kind of the area that uh, Corbin pointed out. And I'm then, sorry, Corvid pointed out. I keep saying your name wrong. No, you're fine. And then uh, if we keep going, I think I also want to figure out if anything else is hidden here. Um, yeah, so I'll say, uh, so that third question, the second question is not going to do you any good. The, 
So if a trap is activated, you'll just collapse. You'll, you'll fall a significant distance into a place you don't want to be. Uh, the, the What else is hidden here? Uh, I would say, like, you see these uh, tiles or uh, sort of lines leading to an area that, uh, like, indicates great wealth. It's a, it's sort of like a, oh, this is where the, this is where the good stuff is. Like what, maybe what, what in the environment would, would suggest that to you? Mm. Is it like a, like a separate room or something? Yeah, exactly. If anything, it's like, okay, this, this area is collapsed and there's a bunch of weak areas around it, but it's, um, because of that collapse, it's, it's maybe housing, um, something tremendously valuable. So it's like. The upper parts of this barrow have been picked clean, but not this area. Oh yeah, so maybe it's um just who's ever standing next to him is just like oh, oh maybe a uh, doorman. Yes, I think our bond says that we both like uh, getting rich stuff. So oh yeah. See, see that uh, door up there? That's the kind that you uh you put the fancy locks on. Doesn't look like anyone's opened it for a bit. Might be hiding something there. Ah, good eye. I. As usual, your skills impress. And I'll, I'll say, um, just a moment. And you like bound over to the door and just try and like break it open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what sort of skill do you have to do that? Okay. Let's see, which which one's my muscle skill? Uh do 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 um gotta scroll back up here. Uh I think it would just I guess if there's, I don't know what the equivalent of a strength roll is. Muscle band, what's that? When I wield a weapon, it gains forceful and messy. Forceful does tend to push things back in combat. I don't know if that would apply here. Yeah, uh, usually that's. Yeah, usually that's. I mean, you could probably use whatever weapon to break stuff, but. Yeah, so maybe like yeah. a hack and slash. Roll? Hack and slash. Yeah, I guess so. Barbarian's favorite role. Okay. Well, uh, would it would it would it be a hack and slash? Since can is, I don't know. If, usually that's when like the door can like attack him as well. Would it just be like a like a defy danger that he's just bursting through the thing? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the hack and slash. Go for it. Yeah, this door is threatening my self esteem. All right. Uh, I got a twelve. Oh, great. Yeah, so maybe like uh, Len is going up the door to step. It's like really intricate. These double doors, golden. They have these symbols in front of them. It's is it laden with meaning, and you just you just shatter it apart. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. yeah <laughs> Len, everybody. Len's up there like, oh my, these <laughs> all these symbols. This I believe connects to the book. That's and then <laughs> <laughs> you're like picking the pieces off the ground like. Here's a spider. Here's a book. Here's a lamp. Yeah. The door was the valuable item. Like it was just all this gilt gold of like this ancient language. And I think as right. this uh, door like explodes and Lens kind of uh, talking about that, Corvid just like shrugs and puts away his lock picks. It's like all right. <laughs> nice. All right. It's so like say, we're all uh, we'll all be wealthy. We finally made it. Yeah, you know, like leap into the room, like looking for treasure. Well, you find it. Um, so you, the door opens up into this uh, cavernous room that's like the lost library of Alexandria sort of thing. It's just like, it's you know, like in Game of Thrones when they show like the Citadel, you know, this massive structure with books everywhere. 
Oh my. That's there sort must of like... be hundreds or thousands of books. Oh man, the genies have an oral history, and so it like dejectedly dormant sits down again. It's like human conceptions of treasure. I'll never understand. Why? No, this is this is a great treasure indeed. So if if each of these books is full of knowledge, like these books, before that little goblin tried to destroy them, why we have to we have to save these. It'll be important. Yeah, so you're you're in this massive room, several stories tall, just like uh, more than you can see from just the doorway. Uh, much of it is like rotten and decrepit, collapsed, and, like bookcases laying on top of one another. But there's still like pristine places. Uh, I think I think Len Len immediately scurries because he's a little kid and his robes are too big. He scurries over to um, the nearest book to kind of crack it open and take a peek inside. Yeah, you're like in the historical cookware section. Yeah. Oh my, Le Creuset, six quart <laughs> Dutch oven. Oh. It's good for baking, frying, sautéing. Oh, it can do everything. It's a real workhorse, guys. <laughs> I'll say, uh, Dorman will sigh and say, David John, why don't we scout the perimeter, see if we can find any more lights and see if there's anything lurking in here that would harm the boy while he does whatever he does. Sounds good. Um, let's let's have a secret call. If um, if I see something, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bird sound. What sound are you gonna make? Are you are you attempting to blend in with the other birds in this cavern? I, I Why here's a book it. about birds? <laughs> How to cook birds? I say I will give a mighty war shout. You will be able to tell it is me because it'll be very loud, and I will call your name. Well, everyone's going to hear that. Yes, you will definitely hear that, as will everyone else, including all of the monsters. Well, you're going to need some help, so I'll come running for sure. It is agreed, then. So I'll go, like, start trying to, like, make sure this room is safe or there's anything, like, threatening in it. That sounds like a discern reality problem. Ooh, boy. All right. Um, I got 11. Damn it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. Discern. Let's see. Um, well, the obvious one, uh, what should they be on the lookout for? Hmm. I'll say like uh, above many of the tall bookcases, there's uh, just this really thick, almost like solid wall like web. No, why is it always got to be that? Leading oh. into like this massive nest of, of giant spiders that are sort of congregating toward the the, the center of the ceiling. All right. So as I'm noticing this, I'm going to try and like very discreetly point this out to um, Corvid and David John. But I'm like afraid of like from what I've heard about mortal children. I'm like afraid that Lenny will like lose his shit if he sees all these spiders. <laughs> hey, did you guys know that in the past it used to be called rather than a pie crust a coffin? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> And apparently it wasn't eaten. It was merely used as the cookware itself. I say, yes, that is fascinating. You're going to need to read the rest of that book right now and tell All us right. exactly what else it says. And I'll be like pointing oh. the other two being like, up there. Sure. I mean, I don't know how useful this will be, but why not? Oh, another question I want to ask now, if, if I could. Is there anything useful or valuable to me in this room? Oh, all right. 
So you have, you can ask three questions, right? Right. I can say I can hold off the other one, but I wanted to get this one out. Uh, no, no, no. It's better to probably get him out of the way now. All right. I'll say, like in a distant corner, past these spiders, uh, you see uh, a sort of area that's like books, but also displays. And within one of those displays, you see uh, the the quick sort of glint, the shine off of uh, a golden lamp. Ooh. Ooh. Oh man! All right, man. What, what? Sure, I have some colleagues around here somewhere. Um, so I'm gonna, as I'm pointing to uh, Corvid and David John, like, like showing them the spiders. I'll be like, and I'll be right back. And I'm gonna go running over to the lamp. And well, as I said, it's hand. past the spider, so so it's, it's very possible that you're incur, incur their uh, attention if you mm-hmm. if you start moving that direction. Okay, okay. I'm not, I guess I'm not that stupid. Um, I'm going to ask my last question. Um, uh, okay, is there anything here that's not what it appears to be? Hmm. Let's say you're observing the situation for a little while, and uh, you see a figure sort of moving around, um, returning books and sort of setting things in order, uh, and in general just sort of hanging out by the what you assume is like the librarian stand, uh, which is near the display cases. Oh, like a human? Well, on first appearance, yes. But looking okay. closer, you're like, that guy is like half a human, half a giant spider. Oh. All right, I'll point this character out to the other two as well. Do you do you have a name for this character already, Lee? No, go ahead. Uh, Webster. Oh, sorry, I do. Fine. I, I okay, do. but I, Webster I, I, is definitely his middle name. Webster is his middle name for sure. Webster is his alias. <laughs> they call me Webster online. Know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna point out everything I just saw to Corvid and David John, and then I'm gonna start like stealthily, like stalking over to this person who is not named Webster uh, with my sword out. All right. Let's let's give everyone else a chance to chime in here. Cool. What, what's everyone doing? Alex, what are you doing? I'm gonna yeah be going through the perimeter, seeing if I see anybody. Okay, well, you know, he just pointed out these giant spiders to you, this weird creature, the other stuff. Are you know that? If I notice that, then I'm gonna. I already I'm told you all about it. Like everything I know, you know. Okay, but keep your voice down. All right, I'm gonna go that way. <clears throat> Which way? Towards the giant spiders, these giant demons that clearly are abominations of evil. All right, well, they're on the ceiling, but maybe try to climb up there or something. Let's ever know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if uh, if Len hears that or not. I don't know what will be better, but if he does hear it, he might be like, evil, and look around. Okay, so, yeah, you, you see these spiders now, and... Uh, I'm going to throw them. a rock at one of them and be like... Perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we didn't want any advantages here.
peace had come to the land after the great evil had been vanquished. But then, the dark forces rose out of the Forbidden Lands. <laughs> A powerful wizard. I summon the wind of the seven mountains. A noble warrior queen. I have defeated the Spider Lord. You're all free. A mighty barbarian. In the mists of the north, we do not faint at the sight of blood. Can these three heroes stop the Dark Lord's minions from ravaging the realm? We must protect the crystals of Siponophrius. Ah, I hate goblins. There's too many of them. From the caverns of the Magmen. Hand me the torch. Ah, bats. To the den of the sea witch. Your feeble magic is nothing in the realms of the deep. My precious spells. Ah, her powers. How about this for feeble? If they can defeat the foul forces of a great evil. If anyone can stop the Dark Lord, it's you, Thorgeisel of the North. Perhaps the land can be free. The greatest challenge. The greatest adventure. The most legendary heroes of them all. Quest of Galatia. Reckoning. Starring Rhea Perlman and Matthew Broderick. A Spike Lee joint. No, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to throw the rock as hard as I can at it. And I'm, that way, it'll definitely give us an advantage. That sounds like a volley roll. Uh, as he throws his rock, Corbett just puts down his arrows. <laughs> he's, he's, hold, he's holding a potion that says spider killing strength and he's like all right yeah. <laughs> okay i got a six and a four oh, and, nice. and then i add you don't even have to you got the perfect roll already yeah oh, okay um unless you yeah, have negative decks so, so you deal your damage your damage i guess is a d10 but you're just using this tiny rock here so go ahead and roll your d10 anyway i got a 10 double light fastball awesome yeah so <laughs> yeah. That, that's one of, that's one of the things is we have a flashback uh to david john like teaching kids how to play baseball <laughs> yeah. like at the, ch at the church and he's yeah. like this is what we call the double light fastball and he just hits a kid in the head <laughs> yeah this was shortly before you were sent out to be a traveling uh <laughs> priest <laughs> So you guys are like, you're huddling around, you know, uh, Corbett the Cleaver and, and Dormir sort of like uh, looking for every weakness in the available area, you know, really trying to, to scout out the situation. Uh, Len is like intensely studying uh, what's in front of him. And then David John's like, I got this guys and picks up a rock and throws it at the nearest spider on the ceiling. <laughs> And he, he happens to hit, like, this spider queen and, like, <laughs> blinds her in the eye, you know? 
and they you just hear this like awful noise like this the most disgusting noise you've ever seen as as like all these other spiders start to now like descend from their web uh... yeah yeah so now you have like a small uh small group of uh of, of smaller, uh, less powerful spiders heading towards you on account. What's web spiders? David Johns. I uh, banish you, whores of Satan. <laughs> if you hear roaring, someone's a horrid. <laughs> What's not Webster doing? Oh, I'll say he looks over at this, but is is not engaging. Oh man, really feel like really feel like it could have been the key to the situation, but we will never know. <laughs> So when you say small spiders, does that mean like the size of regular spiders or like a cat? Yeah. No, they're like the size of goblins. Oh. Oh, good. More goblins. Goblins are about the size of house spiders, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I see you, Carl. All right. Um, Unless somebody else wants to do something, I have a move called... um, uh, what do you call yeah called kill all spiders in the vicinity i don't have to roll uh <laughs> my ring of, this is my ring of spider killing no it's a uh, what are you waiting for and if i roll it high enough, it's like a taunt essentially that's what that'd be my plan um you cry out your challenge to an enemy <laughs> all right uh so what is it go ahead and make the roll all right let's see uh my con I got a seven. Ooh, mm. Could I suggest your taunts are things you yes, think please. spiders would be offended by? So, like, you oh. make not a web of quality. Yeah. Any any mosquito escapes your grasp. You fucking <laughs> seven-legged idiots. Yeah. Your low f- fibrile strength is evident to everyone. <laughs> or, or honestly, probably the biggest insult for spiders is you just keep referring to them as insects, and they get, like, real pissed off about it. Yeah. Like, no, we're you, not. You regular ants. What? That's not us. Yeah. So maybe like one of the larger ones that's intelligent enough to understand you, that's stupid enough not to realize that you're being an idiot. Uh, it just charges you head on. And so uh, uh, go ahead and roll the fight danger. Whoa, this is crazy. All right. I got, uh, should my modifier be strength? Since this is combat? Uh, no, so it's it's shooting a big web at you. Ooh, can I like muscle through it? Like just sort of like try and break it with my ham hands? Yeah, sure. Good, because I got a 14, baby. Nice. Yeah, so it webs you down. Like you're like totally stuck to the floor for a second yeah. and then you it's, just It's like that scene in out. Fast and the Furious where the rock just flexes and the cast just breaks off his arm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I thought it was like like that scene in the Fast and the Furious where that spider comes all over the rock and he's like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's later. It's the next movie. Uh, oh, I thought it was that. I thought it was that scene from uh, the Scorpion King where the rock <laughs> um, falls into lava. I thought you were gonna say the Scorpion King. All right, so uh, yeah, it definitely pauses when it sees that. Maybe it's not charging you as hard now. Uh, how about the rest of you? What are you guys doing? Len is spooked by this situation uh, enough to be like, like, oh geez, uh, uh, yeah. And he's gonna try to blast uh, this 
blast uh, one of the lizards, lizards, blast one of the spiders. <laughs> he calls so, them lizards. One question about the, that. Um, you know, you're in a big library. Uh, oh, there are yeah. around you. Uh, are, are you at all worried that any of your magic will have a ill effect on uh, what's, go, what, what's around you? In fact, yeah, that's that's the case. Let me let me do a different thing. I think Len uh, like points the wand at this uh, his wand, his like staff that was Tormund's staff, so it's uh-huh. way bigger than him. He like points it at one of them, and it starts to glow. And then he's like, "Oh, wait a minute! Oh, these all these precious books about so who knows how much information?" And I think he's gonna try to uh, figure out what the fuck is this place and these spiders and these books and. I don't know if he's seen the guy who's not named Webster, the spider, well, a Spider-Man. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Um, so he's just kind of like, his eyes are darting about the room as he tries to take in everything that's going on. He's like, all these books, ancient city, uh, evil lich king, spiders. <laughs> all right, go ahead and roll discern realities. Okay, yeah. He's, he's adding it all up, like <laughs> taking the twine and putting it on the wall. Well, I got a six plus. I don't want to enable Siri. I got a six plus one, seven. All right. So ask one of those questions. All right. Um, I'm going to ask. Ooh. All right. Interesting. If I can find it, there it is. Hmm. I can read them to you if you want. Yeah, I, I got it. I just had to find it in the book. I didn't print off the thing, so it's like I, got, I had to dig. Uh, what here is not what it appears to be? Uh, I, I'm going to say this. At this, you, you sort of see the, the librarian in the distance, and you're like, that's not a human. That's a half Spider-Man. Okay. I, yeah, and I think he, he calls out, and he's like, you there. Actually, oh. no, that, that's, that's a cheap answer, I think. You guys have already gotten that. Why don't we say, all right. Uh, you you sort of see you're in this place of uh, uh, sort of the total center of a civilization's lost knowledge and everything around you is of interest to you but some things are of much more interest and I'll see like but like toward that display area past the spiders uh, in a slightly different nook you see like a, a bookcase where you're like oh like that's not a bookcase. That's like a uh, a magical safe, housing like uh, a tome of forbidden knowledge. Ooh, yeah. Then I think he starts to he kind of like has the wand and he's kind of like waving it and he starts to head over towards that uh, towards that magical safe. Okay. Because he he wants he wants what's in that honeypot, baby. Um, yeah, I think Corvus going to try to uh, be duck duck into one of these aisles of books. So uh, hopefully to get the jump on whatever spider's going to pass through. All right. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and roll the five danger. Yeah. Is that, uh, I think that's more of a acting fast or quick thinking. You tell me. Um, so I'll okay. say like basically when David John threw the rock, not only were you lining up for a shot, you were also in like the worst possible place. So. Okay. Now, like, there are more of them around you than, than than the others. Yeah, I think in that case, he's going to try to dart as fast as possible into one of these aisles. Okay. So not the biggest target. 
Oh, uh, 12 then. Oh, nice. All right. All right, we're good at this game. All right? Uh, I think it's just... Yeah, I'll say so, like, you get behind one of these aisles, and not only are you... Um, not only do they not see you or hurt you in any way, you're also, like, in a position to maybe collapse one of these bookshelves on a few of them. Oh, nice. Then I think I might try and do that. Does this look as count as attacking surprise or defensive enemy? Yes. Yeah, then I'll backstab it. Oh, yeah. That one's a 13. Never going to get experience at this point. Oh, your damage <laughs> is 13? <laughs> no, that's the backstab rule. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I get to choose two from a list. I'm going to not get into melee with them. And... Um, yeah, I'm really tempted to do the extra damage, but I think it, it makes most sense to create an advantage um, plus one forward to me or an ally acting on it, since I've kind of yeah, made, yeah. You know, thrown it from the case. Fresh many right. Um, so go ahead and roll your damage. Can you take forward to damage or just the, all the other rolls? No, to the roll. And only to the, the next person that attacks it, basically. Got it. Um, man, I should have taken that damage. I only do three. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, so I'll say you do crush one of them. Uh, and maybe, Len, you, you see um, you see Corbett like, quickly leaping out of the way and then like s like just smashing and obliterating the bookcase that you are just reading from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, smashing the, the magical book? Not the magic book. The uh, uh, the like recipes from like a hundred years ago. Okay, and, so like, he starts to he starts to head <laughs> over, and then the, he goes to put the book back on the bookshelf, and we see um, Corbin just smash through the thing, and, and then just Len is like so excited about the uh, the forbidden knowledge that he just puts the book back where he thinks it was supposed to go, so he just drops it as he heads this way. Okay. Uh, David John. Gonna charge into the spiders and um, try to protect the kid as he reads books. Well, they're going in different directions, basically. Um, so you can go to the center of the room where the spiders are, or you can. Uh, I, I guess, yeah, you could do that. You you could defend him as he goes past the spiders. That's fine. Cool. I'm just gonna. But you can do that and attack the spiders. It's one or the other. Okay, gotcha. Well, I'm gonna attack the spiders. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like, so you like sidle up next to Len, and you're like, "I got you, kid," and then you turn your back on him and just charge at the spiders. <laughs> yeah. This way, none of them can attack you because they'll be fighting me. Oh, jeez, thanks. Good offense. All right. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and roll your hack and slash, unless you have a, a skill you prefer to roll. That's a two d six. Always. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all your all your actions are going to be two d six. Everything except damage will always be two d six in Dungeon World. Do I add strength? Yeah, unless you're doing it differently. But yeah. All right. So I got, and then I take my highest dice and I my highest die and I add a. Uh, my, no. It just is it a ten plus? Is it a seven through nine? Is it below that? Just okay. Add I got a six. You got a six. Yeah. That's a total roll. Total roll. Okay, yeah. So you charge in the center. Um, you 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 have this massive. What, what's your weapon? Uh, I got a sword, and I also have a shield. 
Long sword. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you take take this massive slash. You miss the uh, the spider in front of you, but you're able to chop down one of the webbings, which serves to just um, have this sort of horde of uh, much smaller spiders descend upon you. Now they're like crawling all over you. Uh, so go ahead and roll the fight, Andrew. Damn! Somebody set me on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, please. Um, okay, Defy Danger. And do I use a modifier for Defy Danger? Yeah, uh, so you just tell me like how you're dealing with this. Okay, um, I'm going to be shaking around and spazzing and trying to like get these. Okay. That sounds like okay. dex. So okay. we'll bust that. Nine. All right. So on a nine, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. Uh... Yeah, one of them gets in my mouth. Of course, and I a hard bargain or an ugly choice. So I'll say, like, basically, uh, these, these like small to medium-sized spiders are crawling over you. Uh, they're starting to like uh, secrete this webbing over you to turn to like uh, put a cocoon around your body. And like looking up, you see like other cocoons sort of hanging from the rafters. Uh, and your choice basically is to leave your weapon behind in this cocoon or uh, stay where you're at. Okay, I'll leave my weapon behind and I'll just start punching him. Okay. Uh, all right, let's go back to... Uh... Bashing with my shield. And like, ser- and if anybody has fire spells, please set me on fire. Oh, no emulators. Instead of um, you know tele- telepathically communicating that group, what is what is uh, David John actually saying while this is happening? Yeah. Like guys, light me up! I'm covered in spiders. It <laughs> <laughs> sucks. Set me on fire, please. I was gonna suggest you're just desperately making bird noises. All they try to remember, like, which, which bird noise you said you'd make, and if this is the right one. What are you doing? I'm sorry, say that again. I couldn't hear what you were saying. Back to our resident genie. Ah, ex genie. Um, okay, so let me size this up. Then we've got we've got the kid running for a box of a vault of books or something, whatever he thinks is in it, yeah. and we've got Corvid who just pushed over, has disappeared from my sight, essentially, although uh, a falling stack of books might have something to do with him. Yeah, he, uh, he hasn't disappeared from me. Okay. He's just surprising that. Okay, and then we've got, of course, David John, who's begging to be lit up uh, and crawling sweaters. Um, okay, do I still have eyes on Not Webster? Yeah. Yeah, uh, obviously, he's just sort of, like, watching this whole thing. Hmm, okay, let me see if I've got any moves for this. No, not really. Okay. Um, all right. Given their anatomical similarities, I'm going to assume that Webster is their boss. And I want to, like, I want to basically hold him hostage. I want to, like, run over to him and, like, hold my enormous sword to his throat and be like, call them, call off your disgusting ants. Okay. So to do that, you're going to have to get past these spiders. So how are you doing that? Um, I will. Ooh, are there any like hanging tendrils of of web from the ceiling that I could like Indiana Jones across? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, I really should have thought of something different because Dex is <laughs> by, by far my lowest score. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> right. Okay. It sounds like a defined and it does sound like Bex. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna see it. Like the music start playing in my head. I like do a running leap for it, and I get. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, you know, dun, you know dun, I got an eight. Dun, 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 dun. So, uh, on eight, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. So basically, I'll say you you grab onto this um, web um, stalk. Uh, you expertly. Uh, Swing all the way over there. Uh, this guy, you know, uh, you, you get a good look at uh, the Knot Webster. Uh, is this uh, surprised look on his face? And then you feel the web start to reel you in, and uh, you begin to move back toward toward the center as as a, as a large spider is like pulling on this uh, this thing. Oh man! Um, any options for me to like? try and continue on to my goal or is this going to be like something I'm going to spend so significant time getting out of? You're stuck You're stuck in that web. Alright. It's the tricky thing about using a web as a... <laughs> no one... There are no spiders in lamps, you know? <laughs> I mean, we've got ants, obviously, but there, there's no spiders in the genie plane. There's no spiders in the genie plane. Yes, we have ants, but that's because several of our masters have attempted to store Kool-Aid or Crystal Light and that's... Yeah. Something of that nature, depending on their particulars. Yeah, all our genie donuts are being left out all the time. Yeah. So we know ants. All right. So when we come back, do you like have to look at either hacking your way out of there or killing the, the pigments, sort of like reeling you in? Oh, my God. Uh, all right. Okay, Len, what, what's going on? All right. So Len has been mostly consumed of like, oh, he's got to find figure out what's in this uh, thing of books, like what these uh, these precious tomes may well be. And so he's headed over that way. Um, but now he's here. He hears like a lot of ruckus and a lot of co uh, commotion. And he's not so enthralled with these books. So um, uh, when he hears uh, David John scream out, help me, someone set me on fire, whatever he screams <laughs> out, uh, Len definitely like turns around and looks over there to see what's up. And uh, if he could see some of these spiders kind of bearing down on him. Yeah, there's spiders crawling all over David John. Okay. Um, do I think I could magic missile some of those spiders off of him? Each missile hits a different spider. Well, yeah, that, that's the issue. He has this small sort of horde of uh, spiders on him. Do you have Do you have any fire? Uh, no, I don't. But I do have. Do you have any adventuring gear or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I could just break out a torch and maybe run over and kind of wave it at him to try to scare these spiders off. Yeah, the you know will protect me. I'll do, I'll do that. Fire, son. So, so Len is like, oh, geez, oh, Mr. David John. Ah! And he um, runs over and he uh, breaks out. Do I have adventuring gear? Hold on, actually. I... I mean, I definitely do. I don't know if it could be communal. Well, don't. you don't. I I'll say if if... David John is prepared to spend an adventuring gear, and assuming that he has one, then you could see them sort of like sticking out of his pack or uh, whatever. I'm not sure. Yeah, it looks like you have five, Alex. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So then, in that case, Len is going to try to run over and like. Well, how do you guys communicate this to one another? 
Fill out a requisition form. Yeah, exactly. Oh, geez. <laughs> no, I think uh, I I think it's just communicated of like someone light me on fire, screaming, and Son. so Len runs runs over there and just kind of grabs the thing out of his like uh, out of his bag, or he just grabs um, David John's bag and tries to like light one of the torches to scare off some of these spiders. Okay, so. Uh... You maybe cast a small spark from your hands to light this torch on fire, sure. and uh, the the webbing around the around the David John quickly like goes up like that, like almost like oil. Um, go ahead and roll defy danger uh, using I I would say intelligence to make sure that um, you don't light more things on fire than you otherwise wish to. All right, well, I got a seven plus two is nine. Okay, so... Uh, I'll help you out. Yeah, maybe you... Oh, go, go on. Explain how you're doing that. Yeah, so I'm going to, like, as you set things on fire, I see the fire going up to the ceiling, and it's, like, it's going up the ceiling in this big tendril where my sword is, and, like, just as it gets to my sword, I grab the sword and, like, yank it out, and it separates this, you know, that tendril from the ceiling. And then, like, my sword is, like, blazing on fire, and it's a strength roll. And now I've got this, like, now I'm just, like, totally on fire with a big <laughs> flaming sword. And, and then, there's, like, there's heavy metal playing, and then, like, a lady in a bikini comes up and is like, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, David John, go ahead and make another hack and slash roll. Okay, and I take my clothes off. My clothes are not. My clothes are not fireproof. <laughs> I get a thirteen. Nice. Oh. All right. So roll, roll your damage. That's a D ten plus. Oh damn! That was a low roll. I get a two, but then I've got plus one on my sword. So that's three. Um, can I get plus one from the fire? Yeah. Why not? Okay. So that's four. Do I add my strength mod? Yeah. So that's. Four right there, and if I had strength, then I'd get six. Your damage is just a flat dice. You should just be rolling a d10. Okay, but then I add the damage from the sword and then the fire, so I get yes. four. Exactly. You cool. shouldn't be adding your strength to everything. Okay. So you, got, you got four total? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, so yeah, I'll say like, you're in the central horde, and between... Um, between Len and uh, David John, they're just like, you've just decimated like what, what's left of the spider. And Len is, I think, like waving the, the torch around. You remember that scene in, to keep going with Indiana Jones, in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he's like waving the torch at the snakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing, where Len's like, get out of here, you nasty bugs. Oh. Nice. Uh, your thoraxes. All right, I'll say Corvid, you, you see the, the horde of spiders now retreating. Uh, but maybe there's like there's one particular poisonous one left that appears to uh, be behind uh, Len and he hasn't seen it yet. Oh, well, if that if that spider hasn't seen me, then I'm gonna stab it. Thorax stab. Nice. All right. Go ahead and uh, roll your back set. Uh, Ten. Um, and remember, can it be like a totally black spider that looks like one of those head crabs in uh, Half-Life 2 that just instant kill you? <laughs> yes, those are terrifying. 
Yeah. Oh man, Ra- Ravenholm. Yeah. yeah. You don't go to Ravenholm. Mm-hmm. All right. So in that case, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the extra damage this time and give um, an advantage to the next person that attacks it. So eight total. Nice. Yeah, you just destroy this thing. So, uh, Len, you just see uh, Corvid appear out of nowhere and, like, slash this spider into as it was, like, mid-leap coming at your face. You get, like, maybe splashed with, like, a little bit of the hiccover. Uh, oh, gee. Oh, sort of, like, man. light sizzling on your face. Oh. Oh. Thanks. I guess you really saved my bacon. Yeah, kid. Keep keep your eyes on the battlefield. All right. It'll be bacon later. <laughs> so I'll say the last of these spiders fall falls away. Um, Len, you you've like managed to shoo them all away. People are get out of here. Pick up their stuff and recover. Uh, you turn back to your uh, to your view of the uh, Spider Man and uh, and uh, behind him the the sort of like treasured zone of the library. Hey, mister, there's all these spiders in here. Uh, isn't that bad for the books? <laughs> He's like, the, sp- the spiders guard the books, young man. Wait a minute. Well, why were they going after, why were they going after my friend here? Uh, we don't get oh. many visitors. Hold on. Why were they going after my very enthusiastic adult companion? Anyway, that was a joke. Okay, guess it wasn't a big hit. Um, you don't get a lot. So does, when was the last time anybody was down here? This place looks old. He's like, I discovered this place, uh, I want to say about just 10 years ago, but I've been care- caretaking it uh, ever since. Oh, well, I'm sorry about your, I'm sorry about your spiders. I mean, I, uh, we, we, we thought they were trying to hurt us. It's all right. Uh, they're more than one way to skin a cat. What does that mean? means this this library has other ways of protecting itself oh we don't want to hurt the library i was just amazed i've never seen this many books before it's like i see that about you len uh and i'll say like he he reaches out his hand to you what how do you know my name what's your what do you take his hand or no um i think he in the show he'd like kind of back up in a way and kind of like accidentally touch his hand okay um so you say you touch his hand. The ovipositor is buried deep into Lynn's <laughs> When you touch his hand, yeah, you, you do see his sort of like, um, um, so he's got, he, he, like, essentially his lower half is like a, he's like a drider, basically, like the lower Whoa. half is his spider body. But I hope like, those weren't your, I hope those weren't your friends. Looking up, like, when you touch, but you also see, like, the top half of his body, the top half of his body, he looks... Um, kind of like Tormund in, in that like he, he has sort of like the long hair he looks old uh, he, um, he has like sort of clothing with runes on it that sort of thing uh, Alex how would you describe um, how Gellin your, your former wizard looked oh um, he, he was an old elf with uh, he, had, he had pointy ears and uh, big beard <laughs> And a blunt dick. And uh, <laughs> yeah, square dick. <laughs> and um, he 
he had a um yeah his hair is like like over his face but really wispy and thin and um he's uh yeah that's that's what he looks like okay so now he looks like that but he's got a lower half of the spider and <laughs> the details that i remember about gellin and you can sort of stop me if i'm wrong it's like you, you sort of played him as like this uh idealist who was like very big on like um, knowledge over unreasoned thinking like whether that like any kind of religion or any kind of like dogma like that so he's kind of like a i don't know like an anarchist in some ways yeah yeah and he didn't before have his hair over his face that's just what he looks like now because he's just he's bad guy (laughs) yeah because now he's a bad guy Mm mm-hmm but um, cool. He isn't taking care of himself. He looks more gaunt. He looks um, his like he has deep circle. He has dark circles under his eyes. Little spiders tying his hair back. <laughs> yes, yes. Holding his hair as he moves. So you guys have like posters of what like uh, the black stallions used to look like. Um, Len, do you think that you'd recognize this guy or no? Uh, yeah, probably. If it was a thing that could be studied, Len yeah. probably had studied it. And so, like, uh, it takes him a minute. And then once he, like, gets up this close and he sees that this guy's part spider and he's like, wait a minute, you're you're one of those guys. You're one of the 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 the, the, the you're one of the black stallions. He's like, my name is Gellin and uh, I'm one of the last two black stallions. Whoa, what a crazy time that was. Dungeon World. Hunt for the Black Stallions is Alex as David Michael, David as Corvin, Carl as Dorvin, Austin as Len the Learned, and Lee as our Dungeon Master. Music for this episode includes Churchy by Coven, Armor by Cowpay, Q5 Dark, Somber, Sad, Spooky, Ambient, and Q3 Dark, Heavy, Anger, Fear Metal by Solaflare. Additional voice talent includes Alex, not the one who plays David Michael. Dungeon World is a game by Adam Cobalt and Sage Latora. Join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice. Hey, everybody. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher. It would really help This American Dice. And for every five-star review we receive, we'll read it on air. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. I, I, I only regret that I didn't give you this suggestion before you said that he looks like Cal Drogo. Uh-huh. Why not Shaq from Kazam? <laughs> and by corkscrew, I just mean like uh, it's... It's sort of this large, yeah. almost on-ramp going down. It's not like one of those very Yeah, we're, we're in a wine bottle. Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, open this baby up. Let it breathe. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very lamp and bottle-based adventure. Mm. 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 Yeah, that's good. Notes of, <laughs> notes of leather, grass, tobacco.
Oh, that's just a spittoon. Never mind. Somebody's vibrator is on like extra heavy duty. Uh, that's probably my fan. Uh, <laughs> I just hear like. Brr, brr. Mine's on regular duty. Okay. Is that? I don't hear it. I don't. I don't hear it now. So it might have been that. Okay. It was. Yeah, it was for sure my fan. <clears throat> you know, when Scott came, he broke it, and now it's super loud. Oh, speaking oh, of which, he was, he was an artist. The best sex toys to buy on Prime Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. I already own all of these, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. 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 All right. Well, all right. Well, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 <